Thank you, Potsy. Welcome back to the program. one 1170 That's the open line number. The text line, 0457 736 736. G'day, JS. Late to the show. Was there a Carabao Cup update? Uh, there wasn't. There wasn't, JS. I suppose Coach K will do it a little bit later on, but no, not, not as far as I can see. Uh, thank you for your contribution. McHugh says, sporting upgrade, Luke Garner. From Wooden Spoon at the Tigers to next year at Penrith, playing in a grand final winning team. Yes, that's the type of upgrade that we're looking for, given the fact we've upgraded from the SEN studio. Don't worry, they're being refurbed. It'll be lovely. It'll be lovely. Uh, and we're here at the Sporting Globe. Adrian Prezenko is the Chief Rugby League reporter for the Sydney Morning Herald. He resisted the invitation to come to the Sporting Globe, said something about a deadline. I'm sure he is... Uh, upset about that right now. He's on the line. G'day, AP. Yeah, hello, Jimmy. No, the chicken wings and the beers are all yours today. <laughs> oh, yeah. Regret's a terrible thing, isn't it, Adrian? Hey, um, it feels like Adam Fanua Blake has having some regrets about signing an extended deal with the New Zealand Warriors. What's the latest? This is a bit of a bombshell that's dropped in the last half hour. Yeah, well, the, the word is that he would like to go to, back to Sydney on compassionate grounds, which is sort of ironic because he left the Manly Seagulls to go to New Zealand on compassionate grounds. So yes. my understanding is that he, um, you know, he's, he's got some family that he wants to be closer to. I think his, his parents are, are uh, older and, and he wants to be closer to them. Uh, um, and it wouldn't look. There's not that many clubs that've got a money and b uh, spots available. The one club that has both is the St George Illawarra Dragons, and it wouldn't surprise if, um, given that they're also looking for some grunt up front, that they don't make a, a big play should Adam or Blake be allowed to um, leave that contract that you were talking about. Okay, so do you think there's a club in mind, or he is doing this and then? confident in the fact that there's a club will pop up? I'm not sure. I mean, I've um, I've just been doing some other things this morning. I've uh, been in touch with his manager. I think he's, he's, uh, his manager's at a few few as we speak. Um, the Warriors are still trying to get their heads around this. So it's sort of a developing story, but um, it wouldn't surprise me if he if he didn't have a, a destination in mind. Yeah, no, I think, I think that's fair comment. We spoke yesterday about the situation with Latrell Mitchell and Jack White and um, now uh, Don Fern has come out and had his say about it today about the lengths that he went to keep this out of court it went to court and then we had the situation where a senior police officer revealed that he had given false information. What is the latest on this? I would suggest that they have some legal ramifications coming their way the ACT police. Yeah, absolutely, Jimmy. I, I would suggest that it's a slam dunk if Latrell and Jack Wyden decided they want to proceed with civil action. Um, I've actually spent the morning, we've, we've just put it up um, online and it's on, uh, it's leading our homepage. We've, we've basically got all of the relevant um, CCTV and police cam worn footage of the incident. Um, right. And that clearly contradicts the version of events of Sergeant David Power, um, who said he forgot and had memory issues when uh, he was providing what turned out to be false testimony. And um, the interesting thing is that Sergeant Power has a bit of form in um, in this area. There was a, a botched 
uh, drug bust in 2018. Uh, and in that case, um, he and a colleague were said to have used excessive force. And interestingly, the magistrate ruled that also on that occasion, the CCTV or the, the uh, footage that was available didn't match up with Power's version of events. So um, there's a bit of a you know um, pattern emerging there, uh, unfortunately. So look, obviously Latrell Mitchell and Jack Wyden have the means to um, you know, get proper representation, and they um, you know had the strength of character to, to go through what was a, an arduous uh, process. It would have been much easier yeah. to roll over and just accept um, the false charges that were levelled against them. Um, but not everyone's is, you know, in their privileged position, unfortunately, where, where they can afford to do that. So um, yes. it certainly raises some issues. You, you remember, too, that the, the Canberra hooker Starling was also, and I, I think this also happened in the, in the ACT from memory. Um, no, no, Central Coast. Civil action. So is that Central Coast? Okay, Central so there's Coast. another yep. incident where an NRL player has been sort of feels targeted unfairly by police. Yep. Um, so, look, you know, they the, the police do a, a difficult job and I, I'd like to think that most of them do it well, but this is, um, yes, this is a, a really shocking case um, now that all of the facts have been brought to light. Incredibly difficult job. And, yes, we do know that the vast majority do it to their best of their ability. They've just got to do it honestly. Like, this stuff went out with Roger the Dodger in the 80s. But, anyway, uh, we will watch that space with a great deal of interest. Joey Manu to the Dragons. Uh, uh, by the grab we had from Trent Robinson, who suggested that, well, I don't think the Dragons have even been in contact with his manager. It seems to be one of these ones they've run up a flagpole and see what happens. Well, Shane Flanagan's on record saying that we think he'd be enormous for our club. <laughs> so, um, you know, I don't, I don't know. We'll see if uh, Joey Mano salutes if he has, in fact, run it up the flagpole. <laughs> yes. But, um, look, you know, we he's obviously one of the top players off contract at the moment. There's about 200 as of November 1, which is uh, uh, yesterday, that um, rival clubs can start negotiating with. Um, look, it's going to take a lot of money to prize... Joey Manu out of the Roosters. He's uh, one of uh, the favourites of Trent Robinson and also Nick Politis. Um, but, you know, the Roosters will probably be able to offer only as much as 800 to 850. Um, on the other hand, the Dragons, if they're prepared to go to 1.2, for, for what will be the biggest and, and perhaps one of the last contracts of Joey Manu's career. And the one thing that they can also offer that the, the Roosters can't is the, the opportunity to play fullback. So yes. if that holds appeal, and of course, Jimmy, we know that he's run for in excess of 400 metres on one occasion playing a test match for New Zealand, which is a world record. Um, yeah, he's more than capable of doing it. And if that's a, a challenge and an opportunity that appeals, then, you know, I think there's, um, you know, that, that could, could be something that happens. Okay, all right. So you're not ruling it out. On the back of that, has there had further implications for someone already in the Dragons squad? Well, one of the other uh, players off contract at the moment is Moses Suley, and there was a bit of talk that perhaps the Tigers might be interested in having another crack at him. And uh, my understanding is that the Dragons have just tabled a three-year extension offer to him. Uh, so, you know, that's... That they would obviously like to tie him up. And look, the Dragons are one of the few clubs that actually have spots available as well as cash to spend, whereas a lot of the other clubs would have to 
pay a swap or, or try to um, you know get someone squeeze someone out in order to, to free up some uh, spots and, and money. So they, they could have another spot depending on what happens with Junior Amon, who's going to be sentenced on December six. So. Yep. They're a club that, are, you know, Shane Flanagan's talking about wanting to get elite players. He hasn't landed one as yet, but there's not many other potential destinations if you're a, a big-name player looking to, to move along. Yeah, and that's right. And that's what he has to do. He has to change the perception, uh, change the narrative around the Dragons and say, yeah, we, we, we are shooting for the stars, all right? Might be lying in the gutter, but you're shooting for the stars. The CCTV video that cleared... Latrell Mitchell and Jack White. And the story by Adrian Prezenko is up on the Sydney Morning Herald website. Good on you, mate. Appreciate that. Uh, pity you couldn't join us here at the Sporting Globe, but we will speak next week. Certainly will. Thanks, Jimmy. There he is, Adrian Prezenko, Chief Rugby League Reporter for the SMH. All right, we've got to get ourselves to a break. What are we? Top of the six? Still nil all in this crucial fifth game. The World Series coming to you a lot. Well, the World Series is not live here from the Sporting Globe, but I can see chicken wings. That means break and back with more.